last week I was visiting with one of the teachers that I support in my district and she was letting me know that she had to have a heart to heart with the counselors and actually specifically requested that one of her stacked courses be taken away or removed. What was happening is that she teaches Chinese and they had put four different levels of Chinese in one class period. There were students who are doing a dual language immersion program and they were doing AP and typically you are supposed to be teaching or talking Chinese or that world language the entire time. And then she also had a few other levels of students who were not in that same dual language immersion but we're still at an advanced level, but not quite as advanced. And so really she needed to teach those students very differently. So she came up with the idea and as much as it pained her, she went to her counselors and explained to them that they needed to remove one of those preps from her. And she understood that she didn't have the enrollment to have it separated, but it was one thing where when it comes to scheduling and there are just certain things that we really need help from other multiple prep teachers or people who've been there before to really understand when we are going through these challenges so that we don't have to figure them out on our own and that we have the proper support and know what steps to take. Welcome to the Secondary Teacher Podcast, the podcast for middle and high school teachers juggling multiple preps to get the strategies to reduce overwhelm so that you don't have to choose between being an effective teacher and prioritizing important relationships. I'm your host, Kristen Masick, a 10-year high school engineering teacher, former middle school assistant principal, and teacher coach. Every week, we will discuss strategies, systems, and time-saving tips to help you not only survive, but thrive as a multiple prep teacher. As a secondary multiple prep teacher, you have a unique role in the school and it is something that you wouldn't probably ask for. I've heard occasionally where some people like to teach a bunch of different courses so that they can have some variety in the day, but I think there there is a point where a lot of preps is too many because it is a juggling act and you're trying to figure out which which balls can you drop because you have to drop some balls. There are just, sometimes there are too many things and really figuring that out and then managing all of your multiple subjects and then possibly different classrooms. I think it was my fourth year teaching, I was splitting schools. I taught on the block schedule and I taught A day at one school and then I taught B day on another school at another school. And in that second school, we were starting our magnet program and I also shared classrooms. I had my classroom lab at the one school and then I had a classroom that I shared, and then I had a lab, the computer lab that I shared, and then occasionally I needed to use the kitchen because this was an old elementary school. There were just a whole bunch of things to think about and really 
try to figure out how to juggle and maintain and figure everything out as a multiple prep teacher. Now you could have various different circumstances. I would say that the majority of secondary teachers do teach multiple preps, but there is a point where the multiple prepness becomes a challenge when your classes are very different from one another that require you to do quite a bit of prep. In a previous episode, episode 162, Three Ways to Teach a Multi-Class Period Effectively, I answered a question about how to manage those stacked classes. And for the most part, what I talked about in that episode would work. But in my friend Vicky's case, who teaches Chinese, it didn't. So there's just some nuances when it comes to teaching multiple preps and knowing those those just different things that you have to have been there or experienced some level of the different subjects, different content areas, and possibly even different classroom spaces to really understand what it is like to be a multiple prep teacher. Now I have another instance where my friend Mark was being asked to add preps. And he came to me, he was a new teacher. I think it was his second year. He was half time to begin with and really wanted to be full time. And when he was speaking with the counselor, the counselor was letting him know that in order to be full time, he needed to teach another prep. He needed to add an additional subject. But then we looked at his numbers and his level one, his introductory course, was bursting at the seams. And as we started thinking about it, we realized that he'd probably be better off instead of adding an additional advanced class that would have very few students in it to experiment with adding the same prep again. So he had more sections of the introductory class. So then he could build the advanced classes. And once again, there was no fault of the counselor, but she didn't quite understand. She'd never been there before. She didn't know what it took to grow a program or just that that broader, bigger picture of where that teacher wanted to go. The other thing that comes with teaching multiple preps is being able to recognize overwhelm. I still can't find any statistics because most of the statistics that I'm finding are very broad about burnout. But when it comes to overwhelm, well, you think if you're looking at an ordinary single prep teacher and they're burning out, well, if you're being asked to do more things because you're teaching more classes and more likely than not, because you are teaching more classes or what is making you get to teach multiple preps is you could be an elective or you could be at a small school where you need to wear multiple hats. And therefore, you're going to be also asked to wear additional multiple hats beyond teaching, like being a club advisor or a coach or something else like that, which is then going to compound or just add on to the already 
overwhelming feelings and the burnout. I've even seen times where professional development or your PLCs, your professional learning communities can also add to the overwhelm. In our state, the state of Utah, we have summer conferences. Well, if you teach in multiple subject areas, then you are going to be attending multiple conferences or having to choose between which one is going to be more important. The same with our PLCs. We've got it all broken out in our district where certain weeks are dedicated to certain groups. So you're at your school, then you have a district. Well, that's great if you're only teaching one thing at your school or your district because then you know where to go. Otherwise, you have these choices. Okay, am I going to go to this meeting on this month or this one? And I don't really want to miss out, but there are going to also be other people in that group who are able just to attend that one meeting. It does make it add to that overwhelm, that additional responsibilities, even though it is meant to help support you. So what am I getting at? I'm getting to the idea that we as multiple prep teachers, we need specialized support. We need someone who has been there. I know I've had mentors before that may or may not have been in my content area. And I remember my first year teaching my mentor and actually both of my new teacher mentors were core subject areas and they had no idea as far as my content was going. And I remember I had one of my mentor teachers, she came and observed my class and told me I was doing a great job. And then it, I feel like it wasn't even that much of a break in time, maybe a few weeks. And then my administrator came in and we had our post evaluation and he let me know I was not doing a great job. And I was trying to figure out, okay, why, why am I getting this positive feedback from her? Who She is a fabulous skill teacher. She's gone into administration since then. Why was I getting that feedback from her and then completely opposite from my administrator? And I think really they were looking for different things first off, but she may not have been able to give me feedback based on the the content, the things that I was teaching. And once again, we, we won't get into evaluations, but it's just a little blip in that in your teaching experience and not being able to really see the entire picture. Now, when I put my admin hat on as well, it's a whole different ballgame when you are building the schedule. That master schedule is a beast and there are so many moving parts, but there are things that you don't think about if you haven't taught multiple preps or if you hadn't had to move classrooms or set up for a lab for different content areas. It makes a difference. It makes you think through a little bit more about 
some of the challenges that some of your teachers might have. And quite frankly, if you've never been in that situation before, you're not going to think about that. And it really won't come until that schedule is made and that teacher is in it. And there's really nothing you can do that you realize that that was a mistake. And quite honestly, you may not realize or even see that that was the root or the cause of the classroom management or the behavior issues that are going on in those classes. Another thing that comes to mind when we're talking about supporting or needing specialized support for multiple prep teachers is conferences. And I mentioned already choosing which conference to go to. But what I've also found, and this is also a secondary thing as well, is that when we attend conferences, they tend to be very content specific. It's a it's here is what the content is. And what we are lacking is the how. Sure, we've got these are some cool lesson plans and here are some ideas on how to on on the standards and let's get you knowing what's the latest and greatest technology to teacher standards. But then there's not a lot about how to manage the multiple preps. It's all about here's all this information that once again can lead to your overwhelm because now you just went to a conference and they gave you a bunch of different ideas that you can use. There's some activities, there's all these great things, but it's really hard to see where they might overlap and then also how it can simplify your job because right now it just added more to it. As we begin another school year, I invite you to join me in helping support and really creating the specialized support for multiple prep teachers. And you can do that by sharing this podcast with another one of your multiple prep teachers, or you can also hang out with me on Instagram. That is where I hang out the most. I post additional content. I also typically have a link in my bio that can get you on my email list so I can share all sorts of tips and tricks and really help give you that specialized support that you need, that we all need, that we wish we would have had as a multiple prep teacher. You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week.